Welcome to the Identity Theft Resource Center's Weekly Breach Breakdown for February 11th, 2022. I'm James Lee, and our podcast today is possible thanks to support from Experian. Each week, we take a look at the most recent events and trends related to data security and privacy. This week, I was looking through some news items when I came across this headline from the Washington Post. SEC is hopping on the cybersecurity bus. Well, I'll freely admit that my first thought was, why does the Southeastern Conference care about cybersecurity? Then it dawned on me that the article was actually about the Securities and Exchange Commission, and I still wondered why the SEC was suddenly interested in cybersecurity. So let's call today's episode A Tale of Two SECs. It's been nearly a decade since the SEC adopted its Reg SCI, or Regulations for Systems Compliance and Integrity. It was adopted in 2014, and the goal was to strengthen the technology infrastructure of the U.S. securities markets. So it was something of a surprise last month when the chair of the commission, Gary Gensler, announced that he had asked the SEC staff to make recommendations on how to improve the financial sector's cybersecurity practices and incident reporting. Chair Gensler revealed his intentions during a speech at Northwestern University, in which he also cited investor interest as a reason he was seeking to enhance how clients receive notifications of data breaches and how public companies disclose cybersecurity practices and risks. In a nod to the increasing cyber risk from third-party vendors, Gensler also asked staff to look at how to address cyber issues related to service providers. In his speech, the SEC chair noted that, quote, Cyber incidents, unfortunately, happen a lot. History and any study of human nature tells us they're going to continue to happen, close quote. Well, back in Washington, the SEC staff wasted no time in coming up with a new rule requiring financial institutions to report, on a confidential basis, to the SEC any significant cybersecurity incident. The new rule, approved this week on a three-to-one vote, would require a notice to be filed with the Commission within 48 hours of any incident. That would not necessarily trigger a public notice, by the way. The proposal would also require investment advisors and funds to adopt a minimum set of cybersecurity practices, including risk assessments, user security and access controls, policies, procedures, and practices to prevent unauthorized use of information, and an annual written review of cybersecurity risks and policies that would require review by the Board of Directors. These are pretty modest changes and reflect many of the requirements already in place by some state regulators and other federal agencies, but they are not without their critics. There is concern that the 48-hour notice rule may be too strict, since not much is known about most cyber attacks until days, weeks, or even months after it's discovered. Still, A mandatory reporting requirement is a big step in the right direction. This week's commission vote triggers a mandatory 30-day public comment period where anyone can submit their thoughts on the proposed rule changes. The commission has at least one more chance to change the proposal once the public comment period ends. If there are changes, look for them to focus on that 48-hour notice provision. If you want to learn more about how to protect your personal information or if you think you've been the victim of an identity crime or compromise, visit our new website at idtheftcenter.org. From there, you can speak with an expert ITRC advisor on the phone, chat live on the web, or exchange emails during our normal business hours. 
Be sure to listen to the latest episode of our sister podcast, The Fraudian Slip, where the ITRC CEO, Eva Velasquez, visits with Kelly Slaughter of the Federal Trade Commission. And thanks again to Experian for supporting the ITRC and this podcast. And thank you for listening.